Welcome. You've officially tuned in to Woman to Woman Podcast. That's Woman, the number two woman. This platform was created to motivate, uplift, and encourage women. And in this audio space, we will have weekly impactful conversations all about women. We will speak of our trials and our struggles, but most importantly, we will highlight our triumphs and our victories. So join me. Let's journey together as we journey towards wellness, self-love, spirituality, cultivating dreams, transforming our lives fiercely to be that empowered, powerful, purposeful woman we were created to be. I'm your host, Denise Hinkson-Lawrence, and I'm excited that we will grow together spiritually, financially, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Most importantly, we will definitely be restored and we will be transformed. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Women to Women podcast. That's women, the number two women. I'm your host, Denise Hankson Lawrence, and I'm really excited that you've decided to take this journey with me towards wellness. If this is your first time listening, welcome and thank you. And please, at some point, take time to catch up on all our previous episodes. Now, if you are a W2WMVRLA, hey, that's most valuable regular listening audience. I salute you. You keep coming back week after week. And I want you to know that your support, yeah, it's really greatly appreciated. So thank you. Thank you. And of course, recognition, special recognition, shout out to all my international audience, Germany, Canada, UK, you are in the house every week and I appreciate you. You challenge me guys, you really do. And so with that all said, ladies, you know, I've always said to you the disclaimer every week, I'm not a therapist, a counselor. And so these conversation and comments, views and opinions expressed on this podcast, they're mine and should not take the place of you engaging in a professional relationship with a licensed mental health practitioner. Well, I have a surprise for you. You challenge me, you push me, and I love it. I love the type of audience that you are. Thank you for your support. And so I'm bringing it to you today. Yes, indeed. I have a special guest, one who is an LPC. So I ask that you will stay tuned as we come back from this break. We'll jump right into our conversation today. Okay, thank you. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Woman to Woman podcast. I'm your host, Denise Kingston Lawrence, and I'm excited today because I have a me today. So as <laughs> always, you know, I always remind you of the disclaimer that I am not a licensed professional uh, counsel of any sort or therapist. And so therefore, hey, you requested it and I'm giving it to you. So today I'm excited because I have with me today Marissa, she is a licensed professional counselor in Connecticut. She has experience working with children and families, high-risk mental health issues in agency in an agency setting in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And I'll let her introduce herself a little bit more and we could get right into our topic on today as we continue this conversation and discussion that we've been having on the series of toxic relationship and how do we maneuver through them? How do we, whether we escape them uh, immediately or slowly and how, how, how in the first place we get involved in it or get entangled or engaged in it. And so we have Marissa here that will address some of these issues today. And of course, she'll be back with us 
uh, to talk more. So Marissa, why don't you just introduce yourself to our listening, listeners today? Sure. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so my name is Marissa Larenko. As Denise said, I am a licensed professional counselor in the state of Connecticut. Um, I've had my license now for a couple of years. Um, I got my master's degree from the University of Bridgeport um, in counseling. And probably since from 2013, I've been working in agency settings um, that include mostly working with children, um, their families, um, you know, in low impoverished areas and those who have some high risk um, mental health needs, especially with those in children and adolescents. Um, and it's been a very rewarding journey. And, and, you know, at times it becomes at challenging because, you know, not only do clients have stuff going on, but, you know, we're all human. Everyone's always got something going on. So, you know, there's always something to work on. I'm a big believer in that. Um, so yeah, we can, we can get started. <laughs> well, I told him I was going to get one, right? And I think that's <laughs> so resourceful as always. <laughs> and I must add that I know you personally, so I'm, I'm really, I can really attest to the fact that you are definitely qualified in the area and topics in which we will definitely be talking about. So uh, Marissa, what I've been talking about for a couple of weeks now is just basically the concept of toxic relationships. And mm -hmm. When I talk about relationships, as I told the uh, audience, it's not just a romantic relationship. It's relationship with anything, right? So it could be relationship with food. It could be relationship with yourself, relationship with your family, any aspect of relationship. And right. it could even be relationship with, you know, social media, so to speak, you know, after mm -hmm. a while you're on there, you're arguing with someone that you don't even know in this virtual uh world that we're living in now and so yeah with all the time that we all have on our hands because of our <laughs> quarantine and everything <laughs> exactly so you find you know people find themselves often and I think with this podcast uh speaking to women and not just women in general but just as a person you know myself or you yourself just sometimes we find ourselves in situations we're like oh my gosh what happened what were we thinking you know after <laughs> and sometimes it's like after years of being abused after years of struggling with mental health and you know those aspects and I just want you to talk about how important it is um, for us to take care of ourselves so in other words you know we find sometimes that um, we tend to do so many things for others and we don't take care of ourselves and does right. that have anything to do with us falling into the trap of sometimes going into relationships that become toxic whether it could be with a best friend a casual friend or something Definitely. I think, you know, um, that with, you know, looking at ourselves and just being able to have insight as to like, you know, wow, this has been going on for a while. And, you know, let's say if, you know, like you said, like something with a best friend or something like that, you know, just trying to be able to recognize like, oh, like something is like really wrong here. Something is toxic. Just even trying to get to that point because sometimes people can't even get there, Denise. And, you know, they get stuck there for years and years and years. And they're like, you know, I don't really know, like, you know, why I'm here and, and what's going on. And I think that's why it's also, you know, important to recognize that, you know, why mental health treatment and, you know, going to therapy and having somebody to talk to or support to talk to is 
you know, very valuable and being able to recognize, you know, some of these patterns that you may have with how you were saying with yourself, with, with intimate partners, with your children, with your family, with social media, with food. And I think just having someone help you recognize those things is just very valuable to have, you know, and I think some of those, you know, some of the things that we can do, uh, you know, is just looking at some things for, you know, self-discovery as to, you know, really just sitting down and being mindful in the moment and looking at like, you know, why is this happening? What is the world trying to tell me, you know, or what is my mind basically trying to tell me what's going on too? Because, you know, sometimes it's, again, it's just so hard to recognize some of those things. You know, I'm glad you said that because oftentimes we hear people who are, you know, consider themselves to be motivational speakers and influencers and so on and you know kudos to them but they always say oh this is a red flag or that's a red flag or mm-hmm. you, you should have wake up when you saw this happen the first time but it's not really that easy is it it is not that easy and <laughs> that is for sure and even if it was easy and let's say you recognize it and you change it right away there's always something else that's popping up too you know what i mean and i think you know, I think a good place to start is, you know, being able, it's it's really knowing yourself and having that self-discovery and personal growth with yourself and having that self-love and being able to say, okay, you know, I know this about myself. And, you know, if I'm this way and I'm with somebody else and I'm recognizing, you know, recognizing that something is off, being like, hey, whoa, like, you know, this, something seems weird here you know you have to be able to be able to explore that with yourself first before you start exploring that with other people or other objects or you know whatever you're trying to figure out where you know things aren't going as planned or they're toxic or you know whatever I think it's always important to reflect on ourselves first and then seeing what we can do kind of after and seeing how we can implement ourselves into those relationships. I'm glad you said that point. Now, when you talk about discovering ourselves, we could take mm-hmm. years in doing that, right? Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could take years. It could take years. And I think from my perspective that it takes that long because one, you have to first, how do you love yourself when what you've been told for so many years or what you have lived for so many years and what you've experienced and endured for so many years says something completely negative about that. That right. you're not worth loving. That you're you're not even worth anything at all. You're just right. taking up space. So how how does one maneuver through uh, years of that, not realizing who they are and trying to now discover? And it's an uphill battle because you have to first deal with all those external negative voices that you've heard all your life coming up to this point, and then also with yourself fighting the battle with yourself of what you think yourself are based on what others have already suggested and you've lived that right so there are some things that let's say you know client is you know coming to me you know let's say they're leaving um you know they found out their their husband cheated right and you know and feeling worthless and you know I don't know why he did that I feel like I do x y and z but he's telling me that I don't listen and that you know I didn't meet his needs but you know none of that was ever communicated to me so you know and you're feeling really down about you know everything that he's saying and 
you know, possibly going towards divorce or, you know, whatever it may be. And I think that, you know, after all of those things happen and just saying, you know, this doesn't define me, you know, and Mm -hmm. trying to find that voice within yourself. Yes. These things that are happening Mm -hmm. are, and and just trying to have that conversation with yourself. Yes. I may feel worthless right now, but do I know what worthless has been before? Did I ever feel this way before? How much of this statement do I actually believe right now? You know, is it a one where I don't believe this at all? Or am I at a straight 10 where like, hey, like I believe you 100% that I I am, a, you know, I am worthless. I have nothing to add to this world, but trying to find you know, that balance within, okay, so if I am really at this 100% truth that I feel worthless, is there something else that we can try and find and change within that thought process that we have? Um, You know, and when, and a lot of the things that I see is, um, let's say I'll, you know, I'll bring up some of the adolescents that I've worked with, a lot of low self-worth and and low self-esteem, I'm ugly, you know, all these girls make fun of me, I don't fit in, I don't do all of those things. And And really trying to have, you know, kids and people just find what it is that is important about them for them. You know, and some of the things that therapists will use, I'll throw out some terms for you guys is <laughs> um, mm-hmm. a, one of the evidence-based practices that, you know, we get taught about in school and that people we become, you know, fully specialized in is something that's called cognitive behavioral therapy. And what that does, um, you know, in simple terms is really just trying to change the cognitive thought processes that, that clients have and trying to change negative to positives. So mm. and there are ways to do that. And it, and again, like everything is, a, you know, you've been told your whole life that you're worthless. You know, now I'm feeling, well, you know, you get to that point where I'm not so worthless, but I'm not really sure like where I am. So right, what, right. <laughs> what CBT will, or kind of behavioral therapy CBT will help do is work step-by-step step as some of those smaller things. So in that way that we can work on the big picture to change that, that that main problem of I'm worthless to something else. You know right. what I mean? Right. So it's every little step that counts to get to that big step to get. Yep. Yeah. So I remember I did an episode talk about celebrating your small wins before you yep. get to that big win. So it's that taking that little step. So basically it's almost like a, a, co- a, a concept of perception. So is that a perception yes. or perception less? Okay, well, yep. we'll be right back, ladies. I told you I would have someone for you. Let's hold on. And after this break, we will definitely continue this conversation. Sounds good. Hey, do you have a story to share? Do you have something to say? Do you want to talk about tips and strategies? Well, I think you need a podcast. And what better platform is there than to launch with Anchor? Anchor is a one-stop deal. Everything you need to launch a podcast is already built in and provided with Anchor. And better yet, it is totally free. So download the app, the Anchor app, or visit anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Anchor, your one-stop free deal for podcasts. Visit today, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. 
elaborating a little bit more. Yep. So um, some of the things that, you know, let's say, you know, I have a new client, they're coming into therapy and they're not really sure, you know, what they want to work on. A lot of the things that, you know, we'll do along with like gathering history and kind of seeing like what's been going on in your life is to kind of have you reflect and journal, you know, on some things and, you know, trying to discover, you know, what it is that, that you look for in people or, you know, what you look for in yourself. And the things that I'll recommend, you know, for my clients is, you know, just trying to be more self-aware. You know, I think everybody can do that. Right. Um, so some of the things that I'll, um, you know, some of the questions that I'll kind of get going for people is, you know, um, you know, how do I respond? You know, when I don't get what I want, how do I deal with negative people? You know, you know, how do I respond when plans change? What is it that I want out of my relationship? Do I even know what I want out of a relationship? You know, how do I look at myself? You know, all of those types of things to become like more self-aware and to kind of have, you know, some self-discovery, you know, into yourself and, and really trying to, to have, you know, some personal growth with trying to do that yourself, you know, and then bringing those things to, to therapy or to another support and really exploring, you know, what that means to you. Okay. That sounds good because I think oftentimes even we find ourselves in conflicts, right? Whether it's conflict with someone mm-hmm. or even conflict with ourselves, we go through the process of do we, is it reaction or is it response? Do we respond to it right away or do we, you know, react to it? And sometimes that's where we sometimes get off. Now, um, I'm glad you mentioned something about that when you talk about what do you want, what do you think about yourself and uh, what people think of you or something in that sense? Because I think uh-huh. oftentimes uh, we find ourselves more than we even want to without even knowing it, without being aware. And sometimes that we have become so what I would call approval addiction, right? So we yes. have this need to be like. And you see that often yes. on social media, you know, it's put up a yes. post and like, oh my God, nobody liked my post. Like, I worked so hard at it. I, I did all the <laughs> graphics, I did everything. I put my picture out there, I did a photo shoot. No one pressed like. And I think it's something that's inside of us, the, the best of us too, the best of us. Like people who are professional, been in this thing for years and whatever, we still go through that point sometimes where we're really needing that like from someone, right? Right. And then that also leads to a sense of the need for um, aberration, right? Recognition for someone else to say, mm-hmm. to tell you that it's okay. And right. what do we do when we when we realize that now? When we realize, oh my goodness, if someone doesn't tell me it's okay to go ahead and do this, or if someone doesn't like it, then we get stuck again in the same discovery of ourselves. Yes. And I think though, with being able to recognize that, right? Mm-hmm. So we're recognizing, okay, you know, some of these people may have not responded to me. Are these the people then that I should be around? Do or have I found people that I can truly connect to? And am I really connecting to myself? Is there something that I need to reflect upon more to then connect with some of the people that, you know, that I may not even know exist? So I'll use an example. And again, I've worked a lot with adolescents and, you know, in adolescents, everyone's trying to find themselves, right? And everything for adolescents now is on, again, social media. Everything comes down to that. 
And you know, kids may not think about what they're posting online and all of these things, but they're posting what they're interested in. If that's, you know, all of these sports and everything that's going on, or if they're, you know, really creative posting their artwork, or if they like anime posting, like, you know, talking about the animes that they like. And then they're like, but no one's really connecting with me. But have you, have they tried to find what is it within themselves that they like about those things and try and find those other people that can connect with them. They have to be okay with liking those things and knowing that not everybody is going to like the same thing as you, but you'll eventually find those people. But then again, that comes down to a business, right, Denise? So, you know, let's, we can use your podcast, you know, women to women. So if that's what the podcast is, then, you know, you may not have, you know, some listeners or whatever, you're not reaching the audience that you're going to reach, you're going to reflect back on your brand and you're going to say, what else can I do to reach the people that I really want to connect to? And how can I have them connect to me? So again, it's reflecting upon yourself and then also reflecting as to what you want out of other people because you know what's right for you. Oh my goodness. I'm glad you said that because Well, we're back, ladies, as women to women. I'm your host, Denise Hanks and Lawrence, again, and we're continuing our conversation with our LPC today, Marissa. That's our licensed professional counselor here in the city of Bridgeport, Connecticut. So, Marissa, just before we went to break, you were talking about this journey of self-discovery. And do you mind just elaborating? I know you touched a lot of it, but do you mind just elaborating a little bit more? Like, how does one really go through this process of self-discovery? Sure. So, if you know, someone's not ready for therapy yet. And, you know, they're not looking for someone, you know, to help guide them through, you know, a therapeutic process, you know, to try and find themselves. Um, A lot of the things that, you know, therapists will recommend or, you know, you'll see kind of, you know, online is just people trying to self-discover through journaling and through kind of finding prompts as to, you know, making them think about themselves and, you know, what they want out of their life or what what they want for themselves. So, you know, some prompts may be, you know, is there anything in your life that you need help with? Is, you know, something you know, something that you need to be more self-aware of, you know, how do you respond when you don't get what you want? How do I respond when someone judges me, makes fun of me, or calls me names? You know, how do I spend my free time? How do I want to be recognized? How do I recognize myself? So just sitting down, being mindful, and really trying to discover you know, who you are and, you know, what you want from yourself. So then that way that you can then bring that out to the world and have, you know, the people that you want to connect with or people who want to connect with you see, you know, what it is that you resonate with. Great. So you're talking about evaluating yourself, evaluating your life, just looking at everything from your perspective and really identifying with who you are and making that connection with who you can connect with, right? Yes, and 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 overall connecting with yourself because if you know yourself, you know, well enough and you know what your boundaries are and what and what what your worth is and what you're looking for within yourself, then you'll be able to recognize what you're looking for in other people. Okay, that's great. That's great. I'm glad you said that because it's it's all about identifying beginning with you. Yes. Beginning with me, 
It's definitely beginning with me because how can I then want anyone else to love me if I don't love myself, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how do I find a, a healthy relationship with someone if I don't have a healthy relationship with myself? For sure. And if you're connecting with yourself, you know what I mean? You're going to learn how to be uncomfortable with with some of the things that you know that you may not be able to connect with or that someone may not necessarily connect with you on something but you'll be able to recognize like I'm not budging on these things do you know what I mean I'm not going to change my likes and and the things that I'm interested in or the things that I know are good for myself just because somebody else doesn't recognize that that that's who I am and that's what's important to me you know what I mean and um some of the things that I was saying before is that you know think of it as a brand you're your own brand so you know you're not going to change women to women podcast you know because you're not you know because someone says that they don't like the topic or that they don't you know like certain things you know who your audience is and if you know who yourself is and who you want to connect to then you can do the same thing as a brand you know what i'm saying beautiful so this whole process that you're talking about is not just only individual as me as a person but it's also if someone was looking at it as a business perspective or like you said earlier, any relationship at all, mm-hmm. any aspect of a relationship. So it's something that can be applied in every area of our lives. Yes. Great. For sure. <laughs> so um, I do have a lot of listening audience here from different parts of the world. We have some international and I know you can't speak to them directly as to where to get help. But any pointers you have for those who are local in Connecticut, like those who live in like Bridgeport area, or any surrounding mm-hmm. areas like that, what what advice would you give them? Yeah, so I mean, for the state of Connecticut, you know, depending on, you know, if you're really ready to start your journey as to, you know, wanting to have that extra support, you know, support of having someone to talk to, having a professional kind of guide you through, you know, an exploration process or, you know, something that's been really difficult for you, you're going through a divorce, you've lost your job, you know, or just dealing with with what's going on in the world in general with COVID-19 and everything, you know, that's been going on, you know, around us currently. You know, there are so many licensed professionals that can assist you. So at least for the state of Connecticut, um, there is something that's called 211. So 211, you'd be able to just dial it on any phone. Um, you can kind of tell them like what you're looking for or if you're in crisis and they'll be able either to direct you to a crisis line or they'll be able to kind of connect you with resources. If you don't want to talk to someone on the phone, um, there is a website. It is called Psychology Today. Um, and this is a available throughout the United States, I believe. I think what you can do is input your location and what it uh-huh. will do is that it will pull up different mental health um providers so licensed professional counselors like myself it will bring up licensed social workers um licensed marriage and family therapy um therapists it it can bring up psychiatrists who prescribe medications different things like that you can search your area and it will bring up a handful of providers within your area and you can contact them directly either by phone and i believe you are able to send messages on there as well and then their bios and different things that people have on there you know that describe kind of what their style of therapy is or what their style of treatment looks like so then that way you can best tailor it to your needs right you know so there's a lot of resources out there and you know, I wish that everyone would grab into it, but 
the reality is that not everyone believes in talk therapy. Not everyone right. believes in that. And it could be for many reasons. You know, I myself, I know I had therapy. I'm not afraid to tell you I had therapy as an early age. I think if I'm not mistaken, maybe around eight or nine. Right. I went first. And, um, you know, for me, it was a cultural thing, you know, right. and, and it was also a spiritual thing where people, you know, they to connect the spirit and the mental awareness and mental illness it's always that you know that line that oh don't cross that line and then also culture from the west indies it's like oh no you don't need to go talk to nobody about your business blah blah right. blah, blah blah and then we wonder why sometimes in life now we have so many problems with so many different areas of mental health because people understand that mental health is a big thing it's it's everything that we go through everything that we're in even our relationships as we're talking about on this on this series about toxic relationships it's all part of that as well right and i think and if people aren't ready to take that step that's fine i think just recognizing you know when there's an emergency knowing that there's crisis services out there but then also recognizing again i think reflecting on ourselves and knowing what we're comfortable not comfortable with how we were raised how we weren't raised you know what's right and what's wrong when we're looking at mental health people you know as long as you understand that there are ways to access different types of support um, and there are ways to connect with other people. Again, if you reflect on yourself and look for what you want, you'll, you know, eventually you'll be able to find somebody that you can connect with, that you can confide in, um, you know, and if you can't, then that's when, you know, the mental health counselors, you know, we're all over the place. There are so many of us, you know, utilize yeah. us and, and, and find a way to, to, to ju again, jump outside your comfort zone, reflect on what you need as a person and, you know, reach out to that, to that therapist or, you know, that social worker, that psychiatrist or whatever, you know, and see if they can be a support to you. Great. Listen, now I always close off our section by talking about or basically just challenging my viewers and my listeners, I should say. I'm thinking about viewers because we're taking that next step as well. <laughs> <laughs> But um, just like to give them what I call a call to action. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to leave that for you this week to give a call to action. What would you suggest or what would you recommend to be a call to action this week in this process of self-discovery? I think really just taking that time. Everybody has that time where, you know, we all talk about self-love and self-care and all those things I got to do for myself, right? So right. why don't we just take that minute and really look at ourselves and say, you know, what can I do better? Is there something that I can do better? Is there something that I need to work on within myself? And if you can't think of anything, then I, I think just sitting there being mindful and recognizing that like, I am this person who I am today. And, you know, I can do great things. I think just being able to reflect on yourself and, and, and really look at yourself as a, as a positive person and, you know, giving yourself the reflection that you need and, and being able to try and explore if there's anything else that you can do would be a great place to start. That is awesome. Oh my goodness. I'm going to do that this week. So Me too, girl. I'm about to do that when I'm out. <laughs> call to action this week i'm going to take some time and just sit with myself and really learn to embrace myself that's 
that's my call to action is I'm gonna love on me and I think I can do that pretty well I just I love looking at me I love taking pictures of me I just love <laughs> talking to me I don't know maybe I need help on something else on that but I think I'm gonna do that again this week I can never get enough of me so definitely really appreciate you coming on this week as I told the audience we will be having you back again I'm really excited about some of the things that we'll be diving into Marissa I appreciate you so again uh, you're in the state of Connecticut here in the city of Bridgeport I appreciate you thank you so very much and uh, ladies please remember uh, if you want to be a part of um, sponsoring every month as a monthly subscriber just subscribe share like if you want to support this podcast you can certainly do so there are many options okay so we'll talk next week take care thank you bye-bye thank you you. bye-bye